recapping the Republican National Convention down in Tampa where they're dismantling everything, including your operation there, Todd Zwillick, yes? Oh, it was gone last night. They knocked us down as soon as we got back from the speech, John. Everything was cleaned up. <laughs> He's in his hotel room with a single candle and a Skype uh, communicating with us here on The Takeaway. Let's uh, remind people of one moment uh, that I thought was remarkable in the sense that uh, whether he knew it or not, Mitt Romney was offering some suggestions on how to go from political protege to a successful Michigan governor to being a private equity capitalist in your own uh, lifetime. Here's Mitt Romney. By the time I was out of school, I realized that I had to go out on my own, that if I stayed around Michigan in the same business, I'd never really know if I was getting a break because of my dad. I wanted to go someplace new and improve myself. Those weren't the easiest of days. Many long hours and weekends working, five young sons who seemed to have this need to reenact a different world war every night. But if you ask Ann and I what we'd give to break up just one more fight between the boys or wake up in the morning and discover a pile of kids asleep in our room, well, every mom and dad knows the answer to that. Family man, venture capitalist, a very interesting set of images there, Todd Zwillick. That was a story he told, but there were a lot of stories not told at this convention or in that speech. Uh, You have a tally? Well, John, I'll tell you what we have, uh, an impression, and the New York Times certainly has a tally of of mentions. It's interesting if you go on the New York Times, and and we did, you should check it out, things that were mentioned and things that weren't. Of course, you heard jobs, business. It won't be surprised that you might have heard that hundreds of times, deficit, debt, economy, during this convention. But you heard very little of a few things. You heard very little of things like Afghanistan. You heard very little mention of Iraq. You heard almost no mention of the word abortion, which is interesting. You might have heard sanctity of life a few times and allusions to it, but not that word that starts with a abortion. You know, uh, John, uh, our, our takeaway producer, Alex Johnson, and I got a couple of ideas of how to elicit from people. There's plenty, plenty been said about what you heard in speeches, but what didn't you hear? What are some things that were missing? And we went around the convention hall, and, and Alex helped produce a montage here that we put together asking people about some of the things that either they didn't hear or they should have heard. So listen to this. They talk about balancing the budget, but where's the plan? And I don't think that you can fault him for not uh, knowing specifics of the problems of our economy. Uh, Afghanistan, Iran, none of those are there, are they? Well, they're probably just trying to avoid it because he's been on the wrong side of those issues. I don't think there's anything in there that I would have added. But like I said, some of these issues should have been brought to light. I'm not sure uh, on this stage that uh, he's going to want to get in the weeds there. Huh. Well, now, were those people solicited before or after the speech? Or I guess it's a mix. It's a, it's a mix. It's, it's both. And what we did put our finger on, John, is, is what a, a number of people noticed were not in a lot of the speeches. And I'll tell you one thing that was really notable in this convention writ large. Very, very little mention for a Republican convention of the traditional Republican social issues, family values, uh, gay rights, sanctity of marriage, abortion and guns. You just didn't hear a lot of it. Um, There was the impression, it's not that nobody mentioned it in any of the speeches, but think back to the primetime speeches to uh, Chris Christie or Ann Romney, Condoleezza Rice, certainly Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney. And you will find, if you review the transcripts or review your memory, because I know you watched all the speeches in primetime and everybody did, just like me, uh, that you will see very, very little mention of these things that in Republican conventions of the past were very much in the forefront. And I found it 
really interesting. I talked to one lady, a delegate. Her name is Carol Jean Jordan from Vero Beach, Florida. She's a delegate at large, but also a Republican operative, somebody who understands politics very well. She said she's been in, in, involved in politics for just about 30 years. And I asked her, you know, it's really remarkable for a Republican convention at a time when the Republican Party is more conservative than maybe they've ever been. I didn't hear anyone talking about abortion. I didn't hear anyone talking about uh, uh, gay marriage, and I didn't hear anyone talking about guns. Here's what she said. I'm not talking about one word. Can you walk out there and say I'm a pro-choice Republic, pro-life Republican? Absolutely. You can walk out there and say it. But do you need to? Because this is the message that you've delivered visually and audibly and through the people that you've brought to the platform. You're bringing out, you know, you're bringing out Clint Eastwood, who speaks volumes about, you know, 38 revolvers or whatever. Three fifty seven magnums, I think. Right, exactly. Yeah. She got the but point taken, there's a little correction on the gun there that Dirty Harry used, but point taken, her point was that an overall impression of conservatism was brought that you didn't need to say. People she said people want to talk about the economy, jobs and deficit, we're on message, and if we talk about gay marriage, guns and and abortion too much, it knocks us off our message. A very interesting time for Republicans in that regard. Although that's not unexpected. I mean they really have positioned themselves, I mean, with Clint Eastwood. Nobody nobody thinks that this is a soft on gun control convention. Nobody thinks uh, oddly with uh, Todd Akin's remarks, the congressman from Missouri, that this is a soft on the pro-life position convention either. That's just not an issue that was in play. I don't know if it's a matter of suppression. It seems to me that suddenly they found agreement on these issues. Well, sure. I'm not suggesting it's a matter of suppression. I'm suggesting that other things are much more important to them right now and that Republicans understand they're not going to defeat Barack Obama on those traditional Republican social issues that I mentioned. If they're going to beat him, they're going to beat him on jobs and the economy. One other part, John, that was that was notably absent uh, – given that people are concentrating on jobs and the economy so much, is national security, specifically the wars. Mitt Romney did not mention the word Afghanistan last night in his speech, and it was notable. He certainly did talk about Iran, did criticize the president on uh, leadership and national security, but he did not mention the word Afghanistan, which is a war that's still going on. Condoleezza Rice, the Secretary of State and former national security advisor, gave a speech that, frankly, everybody loved. She talked about national security, but never mentioned the word Iraq. And that, to me, was very notable, considering her experience in the Iraq war. She might have alluded to it and given her version of why she still believes Iraq was the right thing to do. She opted not to even mention it. And four years ago, both the parties had uh, climate change in their platforms and uh, mentioned in speeches, nothing here. No, nothing for Mitt Romney at all. Uh, Marco Rubio made some allusion to climate change and, uh, and rising oceans and took some digs at the president on that regard. The Republican Party made absolutely no mention of climate change. They certainly mentioned energy independence and fossil fuels, but that's right, none gone zero. All right, we'll continue our coverage in Charlotte next week. Todd Zwillick moves on to Charlotte. Takeaway Washington correspondent. Thanks so much. Great work in Tampa. Thanks, Sean. Be there. I'm Ira Flato, host of Science Friday. For over 30 years, our team has been reporting high-quality news about science, technology, and medicine. News you won't get anywhere else. And now that political news is 24-7, our audience is turning to us to know about the really important stuff in their lives. Cancer, climate change 
genetic engineering, childhood diseases. Our sponsors know the value of science and health news. For more sponsorship information, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.